0: Hello and welcome to Beyond the End Zone. I'm your host, Tony Godfrey. It's great to be here and it's even better that you are joining me on today's show. What have we learned through two weeks of NFL action? I'll get into that later. But first, Browns, Steelers, Thursday night football. Let's get right into it. So the Cleveland Browns beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 29 to 17 on Thursday night Uh, Mitchell Trubisky was 20 of 32 for 207 yards. Najee Harris put 56 yards on the ground uh, with a touchdown. And Deontay Johnson was the team's leading receiver. Eight catches, 84 yards. Uh, On the brown side of the ball, Jacoby Brissett had a good game. He was 21 of 31 for 220 and two touchdowns. Uh, Nick Chubb, he had 113 yards and a touchdown. Amari Cooper was uh, seven receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. And tight end David Nagochu had nine catches for 89 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the Cleveland Browns were pretty much in control of this game from the beginning. Uh, even when they were down at halftime, you never really got the sense that Cleveland couldn't come back. But I want to focus on the Steelers today, because last week against the Patriots, we heard, we we started to hear the Kenny Pickett chants, right, from Steeler fans. And Mitchell Trubisky, you know, again, he didn't have a good game. And so the question that everyone's asking today is, when is Kenny Pickett going to play? When is Mitchell Trubisky going to get benched? And I mean, unless Trubisky just completely unravels he shouldn't be benched because I don't think he's done anything worthy of being benched I mean he's not good you know he's not good but there's no reason to bench him because he's exactly what we all thought he was if you look at his last year in Chicago where he played most of the games he was uh, let's see here 3,138 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. And if you look at his stats this year, he's on pace for about 3,000 yards, 12 touchdowns, six picks, and he'll have a few rushing touchdowns. Obviously, that's not good. But it's pretty much in line with what Mitchell Trubisky is. And the Steelers knew exactly what they signed up for when they signed him, and Mike Tomlin knew what he had when he said Kenny Pickett was going to be on the bench all year. I mean, nothing's changed. Nothing's new. I mean, my problem with bringing in Kenny Pickett now is I don't don't think it's a good idea because you can't risk breaking this kid's confidence, and that's what's going to happen if the Steelers start him. You look at this schedule right now. Yes, the, the Steelers have the Jets this week, but after that, Buffalo Bills, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Miami Dolphins, Philadelphia Eagles, New Orleans Saints, and Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals haven't been very good, but, you know, that's still a divisional game. And that's what you want Kenny Pickett to step into? I mean, listen, Mike Tomlin can evaluate talent better than me, better than you, know you, better than most people, he sees Kenny Pickett in practice every day. He saw Kenny Pickett all throughout the offseason, and he still made Mitchell Trubisky the starter. This team on offense has a lot of weapons. Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, um, Chase Claypool, You know, there's a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball. There's a lot for Kenny Pickett to work with. And he couldn't even beat out Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, think about that. As bad as Mitchell Trubisky has been, if Kenny Pickett was any better, he would have beaten him out. And he didn't. So where do you go from here? You want to throw Kenny Pickett in now? When you're about to start the toughest stretch of your schedule? I don't think you can do that. I really don't. Um, Listen, if you're a Steelers fan, I know it is... (laughs) You got to relax. Just relax. Take a deep breath. I know it is very frustrating watching Mitchell Trubisky. But like I said, the reality is, is that Mike Tomlin sees Kenny Pickett every day. And he still went with Mitchell Trubisky. He did it for a reason. Okay, Mitchell Trubisky is, you know, he didn't just give him the job. Mike Tomlin wants to win games. You know he's smart. This coaching staff is smart, and you know if if you can't just throw Kenny Pickett in now, I I don't think you can because you you send him out there and you send him to get beat up by some really good teams. And you risk breaking his confidence. Unless, the only way that I'd be willing to bench Mitchell Trubisky is, like I said earlier, if he completely unravels. If Mitchell Trubisky, you know, this week, this Sunday, against the Jets, goes out and throws, you know, three or four picks, then okay, yeah, you have to go with Pickett. But, as of right now, Mitchell Trubisky is playing the same way he's always played. And you just got to deal with it. You just got to keep going with it until Kenny Pickett shows you something, which by all indications, he hasn't shown Mike Tomlin anything. He needs to be on the bench and he needs to be focused on 2023. All right. So week three just got started here. And what have we learned through two weeks of NFL action? Well, what I've learned is that the wide receiver position has never been more valuable than it is right now. For years we have learned about the, you know, the old school way of building a football team. You get your quarterback, you build the offensive line, you build the defensive line. And I still th- I think there's, you know, truth to that still. Um, Obviously, the the trenches is very important, but look at the Cincinnati Bengals last year. Everybody said that the Bengals had to take Panay Sewell, and they didn't. They took Jamar Chase. Now, an argument could be made that they should have taken Panay Sewell because Joe Burrow was just getting the hell beat out of him. But if you look at the top offenses in the league, Right now, Philadelphia Eagles, Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills. Those are the top three teams in the league in, in terms of total offense. What do they all have in common? They've all made big trades to acquire a top wide receiver over the past few years. You would have been crazy, you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago. If you traded a bunch of picks for a receiver, you would have been crazy. But in 2022, it's working. You know, look at some of the bottom offenses in the league. The Chicago Bears, they ranked they rank dead last in total offense, 32. Why? Because they, they haven't invested anything in their receiver position. They've got nothing. The Tennessee Titans, they're at 27. They traded A.J. Brown. You think that's a coincidence? Look at the New England Patriots. They're at, uh, let's see here, they rank 22 in total offense. They had an opportunity to trade for Stephon Diggs. It was reported that it actually came down to the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots to acquire Diggs, but the price got too steep. And Belichick said, you know, I'm out. The price is getting too high. And then what did they do? They drafted Nikhil Harry. He was a bust. And they haven't been able to fix their receiver position since. And listen, I know the Bengals are struggling so far this year. But they made the Super Bowl last year. Take You know, they went against the grain. They didn't take the offensive lineman; They took the wide receiver. And they made the Super Bowl, even with that bad of an offensive line. And this is a copycat league. And I think a lot of people, you know, it, it started with the Bills trading all of those picks for Stephon Diggs. And then they all saw, okay, the Bengals take Jamar Chase. And now teams are getting more confident in trading valuable assets or using valuable assets on receivers. Raiders trade a bunch of picks for Devontae Adams. You know, same thing with uh, the Eagles and A.J. Brown, Dolphins and Tyreek Hill. And it's they're, all of these teams are working. The only one so far that hasn't worked is the Bengals. But like I said, they got to the Super Bowl last year. And who knows, they might, you know, figure things out at some point. I think in 2022, the wide receiver position is more valuable than it's ever been. And if you don't get yourself a top tier receiver, you don't have a shot against some of these better teams in the league. So that'll do it for another episode of Beyond the End Zone. Thank you for joining me. Please remember to subscribe, rate, review. You can follow Beyond the End Zone on Instagram. You can also follow us on Twitter at Beyond End Zone. And if you have any questions that you'd like to get answered on the show, you can email me at Pod at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining me, and I hope you'll join me again next week.